Welcome. My name is Nikki Jones-Stockreef, and I am the host of For the Love of Horses. In this podcast series, conversations with Daphne Hagmans will be shared on topics of horsemanship and a system of compassionate dressage training. I am an adult amateur and have been riding recreationally most of my life. In the last few years, I've been riding in the discipline of dressage with my Clydesdale thoroughbred cross-gelding Winston. My friend Daphne is an FEI rider and trainer and certified High Performance One coach with over 40 years of experience. We hope you are inspired to become a better rider and trainer for your horse. Each episode will cover a topic relevant to the sport of dressage and will end with a take-home message, quote, or reading recommendation. We also discuss strategies to improve your riding success between rides. Hi, Daphne. Hi, Nikki. How are you today? I'm excellent. How are you? Good. This was our um, quickest signing in to do this podcast from a distance. This, um, this, whatever you did at your end, this worked the easiest to, to connect with you this time. Well, we should have it right by now. This is our seventh podcast. Seventh. I have it as eight. So, oh, oh maybe it is eight. Maybe I lost count. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. So, what are we going to talk about today in number seven or eight of our podcasts? We are going to talk about turning and circles and how to make the best of corners. Yeah, corners is a great one. And I think we all um, know about it and read about it and hear about it. And everyone says ride better corners. But, you know, what does that mean? It's it's uh, it's a little more uh, complicated, easy, but complicated about than just saying ride into the corner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really uh, working that inside leg to outside hand yep inside to outside connection and and every corner can be a chance to reset or 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 get our horse back into that balance and self-carriage so we want to really think about more details in our corner and try to incorporate it into our everyday training it's it's not just for horse shows you know I often find in my coaching that people don't think about corners until they have to go to a horse show and ride corners because they want to get better marks but Having discovered that and they start riding corners, they start making it part of everyday work and the balance, the bending, the self-carriage, the ease of collection, everything starts to get better. So it's, it's just got to be a habit and a discipline to ride it every single time. Right. And of course, at the show, there's a 20 by 60 ring that, that has four corners in it. Um, so, of course, we have to ride the corners. Maybe at home, we don't necessarily have an arena or a ring that has proper corners so we avoid it yeah that's a good point and often I'll go into an arena and and kind of point it out and it's not a good or a bad thing it's just you know what we have to work with at home so if you have an arena where you know maybe there's jumps kept in the corners or the shavings pile or the track goes around in a big in a big oval with no corners you just have to be aware of that so that you set yourself up to make a rectangle or a square and and ride corners maybe by putting a pole across the end of the arena um, and cutting off the end so that you have a, a visual of a, of a corner once you've ridden that with um with a pole or a corner you don't even need that there you can you can imagine it and make sure you are riding square uh 90 degree uh, corners 
and it, it's sometimes not even just at home at, at the horse show we have the same thing where you have a huge warm-up area it might not have a um, a ring for you to practice in and it's it's just a big open area and we have to practice and make our square corners to um, to balance our horses and find mm-hmm. the self-carriage right that's a good point I've been lots of in lots of warm-up rings where there's there's no ring at all it's just a big open field yeah yeah so you can make your your corners or or sometimes it's a big enclosed area so you could use the fence and corner on one side you know and and stick down to you know one corner of that big warm-up area anything that just helps you start thinking about corners again or if you ride at home in a big open field or a big open you know jumper ring that might not have corners you know put down some poles or at least be aware of just not riding a constant oval for your horse you're just not going to get the full benefit of this as you say inside like to outside rain connection bending self-carriage ease of collection um if you don't start thinking about corners so that's why we're going to talk about that today awesome and I really appreciated having a lesson today with you or coaching session on improving my corners with Winston and it went really well oh great and did you find it challenging at first to really remember every corner or did it start to become that you were more easily thinking about riding every corner um it certainly made me more mindful of each and every corner but it it also really helped me emphasize that outside rain Mm. aid not just the rain but the whole outside triangle and how um, I can help the horse stand up into that outside aid Right. So that starts to give us some ideas about what a good corner is. And I, I think you, you you gave one of the descriptions there of that upright. The horse mustn't tip in the corner, lean over in the corner. The rider's not to lean over in the corner. It is an upright, balanced turn going around through the corner. Mm-hmm. And, and I know you've often said you don't want to go around a corner on two wheels Mm-hmm. You know, if you thought of the horse as having four wheels and tipping onto the inside and being just on two wheels, I think that's a really good image of what you don't want to do. That's right. Because if if, if the horse does that even a little bit, dumping onto that inside shoulder, after only a few turns like that, only after a few corners, you're going to really start losing the balance. Whereas if each corner could be a reset to get the horse upright, more upright each time, you just start coming onto the out of the corner onto the long wall or the short wall with your horse ready and straight and upright and ready to do whatever you want, really on your aids then. Mm-hmm. So we have a couple of things um, to talk about to, of the details of the corner. So um, we could think about what do I do the aids for the corner first for the turning? Yeah, go for it. So if we um, come down the long wall, we want to first make sure that our horse is balanced to the outside rein. So we want to feel a little bit of outside rein. So we invite him to step over to that side. We'll be approaching from a straight line, the long wall or the short wall. And then as we come to our turn, we're going to, from our previous podcast with our seat and weight aids, we're going to start thinking about how we're going to negotiate a bend in the turn because we're going from a straight line into a curved line and then back onto a straight line. So we're going to set up our bending with our inside seat bone down and forward um, to give the horse that pillar of support along with the inside leg at the girth. So as much as we're thinking about 
riding the horse from the inside to the outside and not having them fall over a tip into the turn. If that inside leg comes a little bit too far back, uh, we're going to actually invite the horse to fall into the inside shoulder. So we want to make sure that that leg is at the girth to support a pillar of support for the horse to bend around and that inside seat bone is down and forward. Our head is part of the weight aid. We're going to look around that turn so the horse can follow where we're going to go. And our shoulders are going to rotate into that turn, staying upright, rotating like a corkscrew to turn the middle of our chest around into the direction we're going. So we're bending a little bit in our body, which encourages the horse to bend as well. Mm -hmm. What we want to make sure we don't do is lean to the inside here. So I always give a little clue of growing an extra rib on that inside when the riders are turning the corner so that you stay perfectly upright. And then we have the inside rein giving a little bit of flexion to the horse. Um, the inside leg, the horse is bending around. The outside leg is guarding that the quarters don't fall out into the turn. Um, sounds a lot like when we make a circle. It is very similar to that. And then we have our stirrup weight, which I think you have found very interesting. Although mm -hmm. the inside stirrup will initiate the turn, how many times we need a little bit more outside stirrup weight and outside hand a little wider to invite the horse to stand upright, stand a little more to the outside in the turn. Right. And that was a big one, I think, for you and Winston to um, really feel that upright standing. Um, so I, I encourage people to play with that stirrup weight a little bit. Although we use inside stirrup weight to initiate the turn, try and stand a little on the outside stirrup and see if that really f makes your horse and you feel balanced and upright through the corner. You'll find better self-carriage doing it that way. Interesting. I, I think I've said in a previous podcast that um, I really notice if I don't put any weight in the outside stirrup that Winston will turn the corner, but he'll come right off the track and overturn really. And then I have to get him back on the track, which often is kind of nasty and we lose <laughs> that nice bend and that nice inside to outside connection. So the stirrup weight, although it's subtle, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, it was a big one for you and, and a lot of riders. The turning aid was correct. The problem was it overturned the horse. So every corner looks like you're riding a little serpentine onto the long wall, which is upsetting the balance and rhythm in the horse. Yeah, and then you lose all the benefit of doing the corner. That's right, exactly. You should ride every corner and be able to come out straight onto your straight line um, in a slight shoulder four position. And if not, then you have lost that inside to outside connection. And as, as you've said, just widening that outside hand a little bit, using that whole outside triangle and outside stirrup weight is a really easy and soft fix. It's not more inside leg and stronger inside leg. Um, when the weight aid is correct, the horse will step over. Yeah. So I like to do an exercise once we um, teach the horse to um, turn the corner properly, where we ride four corners and four straight sides of the arena, noting that the short side is also a straight side so that you're not riding two long walls and a big curve over the short side, like a lap, doing laps, a big oval, but you're riding four corners and four straight sides. Sounds really simple, but you know, to go around in the walk, trot and canter both directions of the arena and negotiate four straight sides 
and four corners. It, it really plays a lot with your timing of your aids. You're going into the turn, rotational twist, your seat bones and everything and weight aids, and then coming out of it and straightening. So good flexibility for the rider's aids to flip back and forth in that. Mm-hmm. And of course, half halting before you get to the corner. So really, we're using all the aids we've been talking about. That's right. Yeah, just going around the arena in your walk, trot, or canter that's um, appropriate for your level that you're riding, uh, working trot, collected trot, um, working canter, collected canter, and negotiating four straight sides, four corners. Mm-hmm. And the little half halter setting up before you get to the, the, the corner. Um, we played with this exercise today in your lesson is that turnaround exercise I find is just the simplest exercise and a rider of any level can do this. It's not a fancy turnaround. Um, really helps explain in a very short time to the horse and or the rider that correct feel of what do we talk about when we're talking about outside rain? What does that mean that the horse waits? So what happens um, in this exercise is um, you're going down the long wall. And if you just, you can try it with your horse, even just at the walk first, just walk along the long wall and don't ask him to turn when you get to the corner and don't not ask him to turn, just see what happens. And the horse is not going to run into the end wall on his own. So he'll let the arena walls or the fence um, turn him. And at some point he'll make the decision to turn. And what we want is for the horse to wait for us to tell him to turn. So once you ride a horse that's schooled to actually wait for the turn, those horses will walk down the long wall and walk right to the corner and just stand there and wait for you to turn because you haven't said turn yet. (laughs) Um, But most of our horses think, oh, no, my rider's not going to do that. So I'll make that turn on my own. And when they start doing that, they start turning each corner a little earlier, a little sooner, a little out of balance. So the best way to to fix that is to allow your horse to walk down the long wall. And as soon as he makes, say we're walking on the left rein, so we're turning left. As soon as he gets near the corner and he starts to turn left on his own, simply turn him around to the right towards the wall. It can be a turn on the forehand. It can be just a turn around and go the other way. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's not a reprimand. It's not a correction. It's just an explanation to the horse to clarify what you want and for him to wait for you. So this can be done at the walk trot or canter Um, play with it in all gates you'll be surprised how quickly the horse starts to wait so once you've done a few turnarounds like that walk or trot down the wall whatever gate you're doing and just uh, about four or five meters from the end just feel that outside rain and just think what, what could I turn around what would it feel like could could he respond he'll half halt himself he'll rebalance and then you'll turn your corner and he'll wait for you. And it's quite a dramatic change. And it's, um, yeah, it's really successful, really all of the time with all horses, with all <laughs> levels of rider to, to really feel the horse wait for you to make the turn. A hundred percent successful. That's, uh, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> it, it really is. I'm always amazed that, you know, I can even have a very beginner rider. I think about when the little school horses go tearing around on, 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 on two wheels around the corners. And you just say to the, you know, even just a young kid, just say, just stop and turn the other way. And they do that two or three times. And the horses start to stand up a little bit on the turns and don't go careening around the corners. And you really mustn't allow your horse to just blow through your aids on the turn. And it just becomes more and more finesse. Then you just feel that outside rain a little bit and the horse waits and then you ask him to turn. 
And as I reminded you in your lesson today, once you've said to the horse, you know, I would like you to wait until I ask you to turn each corner. Don't let them down because now mm-hmm. you've said, I will ask you to turn on every corner. Don't forget, or they're just going to keep going straight and bump into the wall at the end. And then they're not going to believe you. <laughs> they're yeah. going to say, no, I better take over again. Yeah, they're going to lose that trust. That's right. That's right. Um, so having said that, it a good corner um, is balanced and upright and on the outside rein as we've just set up the horse so that we can use a little bit of inside leg, not so strong an inside leg. He'll be on the outside rein and we rotate our upper body and the horse makes a nice turn, but not too deep into the corner. So often I get when I say, mm. you know, you have to ride better corners. I see people just bury their horse in the corners, head first into the corners. The horse loses balance and rhythm. And yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a mess. Um, so we want to think that um, the turn does not have to be a smaller, tighter turn. It just has to be a more balanced turn. In fact, I'll sometimes challenge the rider to show me a shallow turn that is more balanced so mm-hmm. that they really get the feel of not necessarily a deeper corner and not head first into the corner. The shoulders, the front end must always turn first Mm -hmm. so do we remember what the size so the corner is like a a a circle a quarter of a circle but what size of circle so do you remember going over that what size that circle should feel like how deep should that corner be yeah I think it it's the same depth as the um, diameter of the smallest circle that you're working on with your horse that's right doing well so for us it would be a 10 meter circle Um, but for a less experienced horse and rider it might be a 20 meter circle or 15 meter circle that's right exactly so um today you had super trot work you were riding your sort of first level trot which has a 10 meter circle in trot so your corners definitely look like a lovely balanced 10 meter quarter of a 10 meter circle um the canter for the level that you're riding right now has 15 meter circles so your canter circles weren't quite as deep as the trot ones but beautifully balanced and looking roughly like a 15 maybe even 12 meter there were some that were really nicely balanced getting closer to that 12 meter mark great thank you So when we have a like pre-saint george horse that's doing eight meter circles um we're gonna see the corners looking like eight meter circles and eventually up to a Grand Prix horse, the corners are going to ride like a six meter circle. Yeah. Nice. So don't try to ride Grand Prix corners, six meter circles with your novice (laughs) horse or novice rider, because that's actually going to just, you know, jam everything up and get tension and, and more problems. Mm -hmm. Again, lose, lose your horse's confidence, loses balance. And then you have to work to reestablish that. That's right. That's right. And I find that, um, you know, you've got to you've got to make corners your friend. Uh, People uh, I find more inexperienced riders tend to dread the work on the corners and experienced riders savor the corners. They make the most of every corner. You look forward to the corner coming up to, you know, improve the balance, to get the cadence better, to get the collection with more ease. So really try to make corners your friends. and, and, And if you just start chipping away at it, and maybe playing with some of these exercises we've suggested here, you're going you're gonna to love riding the corners because your horse comes out of every corner better and ready to do something. Mm-hmm. 
One thing I think that I struggled with maybe a year or more ago was that twist through my spine Mm -hmm. to twist as much as I wanted the horse to turn. So kind of in keeping with the diameter of the, of the bend. Um, And you gave a really good tip for that, which was patting the horse Mm -hmm. on the shoulder with the opposite hand. And that kind of gives you a sense of that twist. With your outside hand crossing over the neck and giving the horse a pat on the inside of the neck softly turns your shoulders rather than you trying to, you know, twist and contort them around in a, in a tight way. And I find it interesting that when riders are struggling with that rotational twist, when I have them do that, they relax when they do it. And the horse immediately always turns easier, softer. And it's a bit of an aha moment. Like, Oh, I was trying so hard to turn. And yet when I just reached over to pet my horse, I turned the horse turned the horse relaxed. It dropped its neck. (laughs) It really goes along nicely. So that's a great one to add into in your corners is try reaching across and and giving a pat with outside hand over the inside of the neck and um, see if that rotational turn just makes the whole um, turning aid easier for you and your horse. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, now I think I do it automatically. I don't have to consciously think of doing it. But uh, at the beginning, I had to think each time I turned, oh, don't forget that twist. Good. Yeah. And you could always go back to it if you thought, wow, I'm struggling a bit or he's struggling a bit in this right corner. Well, maybe I'll just give a little twist. Maybe you don't even notice you're tight that way today. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. If it's not working well, go through your list of things that you should be doing and that's got to be on the list. Yeah. Yeah. And these, you know, this, we're talking about it as corners, but it's, it's bending, it's turning, it's circles. It's all incorporated into the same thing. The corner just kind of brings it all to a, all to a head, all together, collecting it. And, um, you know, this work is not just for corners and circles and turns. It's, it's, for, it's the basis for all our exercises with bend. So, you know, this already brings us into shoulder in and travers and rhombers and half pass and pirouette. They are literally no different in that setup for you to turn and bend your horse. They're just done on different lines. But when you really work at this in the corner, getting this bend, you come out of the corner and you, you simply, really, it is simply turn into shoulder in. There shouldn't be a different bending aid for all of these different exercises. You teach the horse one aid to bend and you use it all the time in these exercises. So a really important basic to get right and get it as refined as you can. Definitely worth working on. You'll, you'll really be rewarded for taking the time to work on it. And as much as you feel you might be struggling with it in, at this stage with the corners, you'll thank, you'll thank us <laughs> for discussing it when, by the time you get to your shoulder in and travers and half pass. It, it'll all come together how it is the same turning aid there so it's well worth taking the time now to to sort that out and um, you're also going to get better marks in your test for it for it um, but it's going to help your your general training and from a you know visual point when I see the riders really taking on the the corner work and putting it to 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 work in everything they do to me the overall look is just of a very organized and tidy and harmonious ride and, and what's happening is the, the rider's using 
every corner to rebalance and get that harmony back. So you never, you never lose it and have this big major fix up that you have to do on the horse. It just starts going along nicely. And and you're finding that in your rides today was particularly um, clear when it, um, when you worked on the corners that, you know, by halfway through the ride, everything just started to flow so nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like it really just kept getting better and better. And by the end, it was amazing. Now, do, do we want to also talk about circles? I know circles and corners have a lot of similarities, but did you want to talk about riding a circle properly? Sure. So we have the same aids because a, a corner is simply a quarter of a circle. Um, and sometimes if the corner feels like, wow, a quarter of a circle, that, that's just not enough time. I couldn't react in, in, in such a short time. For instance, a, a trot corner that you're making of maybe 10 meters. Let's take a first level horse is doing a 10 meter quarter circle in the corner. That's only going to be in the trot, maybe two to three strides. And you might feel like, wow, that all just went so fast. I, I didn't get that. You could turn a full 10 meter circle in the corner. So that's not at F or K at that last marker of the arena. This is actually in the corner. And that'll just give you more time to feel that. And then as you make the circle, you come back through the corner and you think, oh yeah, that's that's what it should feel like in the corner. And then you go to your next corner and you you see if you can get it in that first quarter of a turn. No problem if you don't. Just take more time. Go all the way around that circle. Maybe you do two circles in the corner. It doesn't matter. So you get that feeling of that's what it should feel like for those two or three strides in the corner. Um, so when we're riding a circle elsewhere in the arena, say, um, what do we have at first level? Sometimes there's a circle, a 10 meter circle at E or B halfway down the long wall. We want to turn our head and look to X halfway through the circle. We can always ride a better full circle if we take a look and ride it half a circle at a time. So that'll help your rotational twist by turning your head and looking at X. Your horse is also going to know that you're you're going to X. Um, your body will already start to start that rotational twist in. Um, but if your horse, if you look too early, your horse may actually start to turn too early. So be aware of that and, and play with that to see Wow, when I start looking five, six strides before I get to E, my horse started to turn already. So getting the timing right, the correct aid, but also the correct timing is important as well. Yep, definitely. And changing the rein a lot, doing half 10 meter circle, for example, coming down the long wall, going from E to X, half 10 meter circle to the left, and then E X to B, half 10 meter circle to the right, just practicing that. Um, change in your aids back and forth, finding that new outside rein yeah, that your horse can bend around easily and turn. Right. And, and the outside rein is the first thing you want to establish when you're turning onto a new circle. Yeah. Always give the feeling for the horse that, you know, here's the wall, here's the outside, my invisible wall, my whole outside triangle. We say outside rein, um, which really is short form for the whole outside triangle. So that triangle being from your hand to down the line of the rein to the bit, from your elbow down to your foot and your foot to the bit. That whole triangle feels like a wall, like a panel on the side of the horse mm -hmm. that he's stepping up into providing that invisible wall for him. Right. 
we know the horses love the wall. They're like a magnet to the wall. Um, so do us riders, you know, when we have to do <laughs> things off the track, like inside track or center line, the, everyone's dreaded center line. You know, if we think of it with a wall on one side, the horse doesn't know it's not there. The horse shouldn't be leaning on the fence anyway. He should be on your outside aids. Then for the horse, it's, it's, it's no different. You, you provide an outside, the whole triangle as the outside wall for him. And they find great comfort in that. Mm-hmm. They're quite willing to step over into that. I think you're starting to feel that in your horse when you provide that wall. It's not about pulling back on that outside rein. It's providing that nice solid feel on the outside. They step into that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds so simple, but again, not easy. It's, you know, not too loose, not too, Mm -hmm. not too tight, uh, you know, uh, not there all the time. It's gotta be, it's gotta be there, but not tight. That's right. It's solid. It's a solid feel for the horse and steady and reliable that's the stability in the outside yeah I th- you've talked before about if we were trying to balance say on one foot and we're close to a wall and every now and then we might need to just touch that wall with our finger we know it's there mm-hmm. that kind of idea for what the outside triangle or outside ring needs to be for the horse and I I've been able to do that pretty well with my left side for quite a while but my right side I'm still struggling and it's that mm-hmm. not much not too little make sure it's steady but yeah yeah that it doesn't block restrict constrain the horse um, and don't be afraid to you know play with it and experiment with it you know you have to be a bit Goldilocks in that like okay that was too much I actually pulled his head to the outside because it's not <laughs> that in fact there can be quite a solid um, stabilizing outside rain. You can give your inside rain away. That's a sign of a good outside stability. Give the inside rain away and the horse doesn't lose bend and flexion. Yeah. Yeah. So you work towards that. Always try and do that clear release, that clear release move where we give the inside hand or both hands forward from the shoulder, from our shoulders. Um, Doesn't appear till third level, but you really should be um, trying to achieve that much sooner in your in your riding career I think that really gets us um, weaned off the inside rain by making yourself set yourself up so that you have to give away that that inside rain right cool well I hope that some of those ideas help for um, better riding on a daily basis not just preparing for a horse show um, to improve your horse's bend, balance, self-carriage, cadence. Like it's a really an important part of training. So I, I really hope people are encouraged and inspired to take another look at corners. I think it's going to show not just as good corners and nicer marks in the test, but better shoulder ins, better any bending exercise, your half passes, your traver. We're going to have a better sense of of all of that, as well as better marks for the test. Because we really want to think every single move, whether we're in a test or working at home, every single move comes out of the corner. The shoulder in, the half pass, the tempi changes, the line to the pirouette, the extended gates, they all come out of the corner. So you've got to come out of the corner ready to do those exercises, not come out of the corner, try to recover from a bad corner, and then go ride this exercise. Right. 
Great. Well, that is a good thing to remember that we want to uh, improve the horse's connection, balance, self-carriage with every corner. Yeah, I think we talked about it the other uh, podcast. I think it was the weight aid ones that we got to where I said, you know, as a coach, there's certain lessons or chapters that I get to with the riders that really are game changers. And I'm always excited when it's time to do those lessons because I always think, okay, this this is really going to bring things together and make a difference. And corners is another one. Corners, when they start to come together, all the other work starts to come together as well. So it's, mm-hmm. um, it's a fun one to teach. I think it's um, a fun one to learn and master. I'm not saying it's easy, but um, to, to work at it. I always have riders, once they start riding corners, they really get into it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm eager to do it again. <laughs> so I have a suggestion for our off-the-horse exercise, which um, is, is fun to play with. Again, I find when I'm um, teaching, I'm doing so much of the <laughs> all the little aids from the ground. I'm walking the half pass. I'm walking the turns and corners. Um, But to encourage the rider to do it, to get off and walk along the short side, you know, hold your arms in riding position, think like you're on the horse, how are you going to do it? You're going to see that just for you as a person to turn that corner, how when you approach the corner, you look down the new long wall, you turn your shoulders. It's, It's the same aid when you're on the horse that you've got to take that rotational turn that bend in your body not tipping over but that tall rotational turn grow a rib on the inside right to turn your body to to go down the next straight wall remember that when you're walking that because it's the same aid when you're turning your horse great that's something that we can do at home when we're not able to ride that's right because any of that is just muscle memory you're upper body doesn't know you're on a horse or not turning and your mind just starts to train that muscle memory and the next time you turn it on your horse you're going to lead him with your turning aids and since you're such a good leader your horse is going to follow you around that turn he sure is good well i think we covered that really well and um we have a lot of good information there for riders I'm excited for people to try it. And like I said, not only find their marks and their tests are going to go up, but all of their training, I think, will greatly improve by paying attention to what's happening in your corners and do something about it. Try to improve them. Not deeper corners, better balanced corners. Excellent. Super. Thanks again, Daphne. Until next time. Until next time, Nikki. Turn good corners. Yep. (laughs) Bye. Bye now.